Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Growth. I'm super excited to be here with you guys on another Monday. Today we have a very special guest. I can't wait to introduce her to you guys. Just give me one minute till she comes on. Hello, how are you doing? Hi. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so happy to have you join us. I know you're a very busy person, so I'm glad that you're able to join us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> so, you know what? I love, I love the intro part of the segment, but your intro is so long, you know, so I'm going to take my time and you got to help me out a bit. So please, I'm so happy. Everybody, as you guys are coming on today, um, today we're going behind the scenes and a lot of times, you know, with the Let's Talk Growth Show, we like to, we love entrepreneurs and we love people who are really passionate about helping the community. So today... We have a very special guest for you guys, who is Jacqueline Genovese. Did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm so happy that I, I didn't butcher your name, but you know, really, I think just even talking about you and some of the stuff that you do in the community, you represent so many different things, but I think we're just going to kind of start off with one of the many hats that you wear, which is as a business person. Um, so just kind of tell you guys about a bit about Jacqueline. Jacqueline started her own fashion boutique and let's get 2007 which she calls it Jack Flash. And this is a trendy boutique in the city of Toronto, um, which has been featured in the Toronto Star, Elle magazine, Fashion Magazine, and the Global Mail. So this is just one of the many hats. Of course, Jacqueline has also dabbled a bit in entertainment where she's done many things in terms, even with some of the Toronto's most notable Lost and Found and some of the other, um, which she's hosted many, many, many individuals in the city, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to stop there because I want you to kind of tell us a bit about who you are and so we can kind of get the show going. Mm -hmm. um, I'll try to keep it quick, but like you were saying, there's a lot to say. Uh, Jack Flash started as a clothing store on Queen Street. Um, I had that for seven years. And while I had the clothing store, I also started um, throwing parties and events. And um, after maybe my sixth year, I felt like I wasn't learning and growing anymore. And I just wasn't having fun. I wasn't like jumping out of bed excited for my day every morning. So I knew that I had to make a change, but I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was really scared because my whole identity was Jack Flash was fashion in my store. So I decided to close my store. And I ended up because I had moved, I had lived above my store at the time, I ended up moving into a, um, a new house. And the house because of my budget was not the nicest house. It was like very I rented the house at the time. And it was like kind of creepy and haunted looking is what my friends and family had said. So within um, two weeks of me living in that house, I kind of redecorated it myself, I added furniture, I painted it myself, I added molding, I changed the light fixtures and my friends and family came back to my house and they were like, I can't believe this is the same house. How did you do this? You should do my place. So I started doing my friends and family spaces for free and just like playing around with the idea of being a designer. And then one of my friends, Patrick Patterson, who played for the Raptors at the time, he contacted me and he's like, I'm, I'm moving into a new condo. I'd love for you to do it. So from there, everything kind of blew up and Spaces by Jack Flash was born. And um, thankfully, it was everything kind of happened organically. And that's the way that my entire career has kind of happened. Like I haven't tried to really 
push anything. I didn't have like one idea of what I was going to be. Everything just kind of like flowed. And I find that that's the, that's the best way that things happen. And, and that's how I've gained most of my success is just from like organically having things come to me. You know what? Let's just stop right there because you've told like, you've lived five lifetimes lifetime this little story you've told you know you so you started your business in 2007 you know you you, you mentioned owning this store living on top of it tell us about that piece of it you know how did you manage that why did you even start that business and you know what are some of the stresses you dealt with um so man it was retail is not easy for anyone that's ever been in retail it's very very difficult um, I was working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even if I wanted a day off, especially because I lived above the store, I just couldn't have a day off. The staff were knocking on my door and customers were coming up and trying to say hi. And um, it was just like working very late nights, super early mornings. And because um, everything that you put everything that you make in the store, you have to invest in the store. So you're per making purchases 10 months ahead of time. So let's say you need to make $120,000 purchase for clothing. Well, you have to have that money 10 months prior. So mm. everything that I made, I was putting back into the store. And that's actually why I started that I was like, I need a second job, I need to start promoting and doing events and um, also have like doing events and promoting and throwing parties kind of helped me to um, just promote the store in general. Okay, so, so hold on. So you started a brand, but mm -hmm. to get the brand going, you had to actually develop other talents to keep the brand. So kind of explain that a bit, because a lot of times people have this idea and they get stuck on it, thinking mm -hmm. that, you know, I have this idea, so they only that has to work and not understanding everything else that you have to do sometimes to even keep it up and running. Mm -hmm. Well, this this time was before social media was like a huge thing. So how else are you going to promote yourself? You have to be out. You have to be meeting people all the time. So um, I was literally out. I threw two parties a week at one point, and I was just constantly meeting new people saying, oh, come by my store in the morning too. You should come and check it out. And um, that helped a lot for um, promoting the store. And eventually, actually, uh, Slice contacted me, and they did a reality show on my store so that helped a lot as well kind of give it, okay so yeah. tell us about what, what what party were you throwing in the city for anybody that's watching that doesn't know about this party i started with i don't know if you remember a club called nude i think I, it's wayward now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i started with friday nights at nude and then i continued with a monday night at uh the thompson hotels 1812 which mm -hmm. well now it's not wildflower but most recently it was wildflower so I was doing those two parties and then um, I thought that I had retired at 28 and I retired for two years and then Will, who was my partner at the time and um, the owner of Lost and Found contacted me and they were like, we need to have you as a partner in Lost and Found. So mm -hmm. I kind of went out of retirement and I didn't think it was going to last as long as it did. I thought it would be like a year fun kind of thing. And it ended up being like four and a half years and I had to retire wow. again. You know what, those like, and, that, and that was a fun time. It was, uh, <laughs> it was a fun time. So, you know what? I think um, one thing that you're really saying in terms of just the journey of continuously growing, building relationships. So 
-hmm. Are you an extroverted person or introverted? Like, just tell us a bit about about that. I'm such an introvert. No way. No way. I'm such an introvert. (laughs) I'm so shy. And I actually, funny enough, um, until two years ago, I wouldn't do any interviews. I wouldn't do anything where I had to speak. I hated it. And I saw a hypnotherapist to help me with that because I was just like, there was, I would get an opportunity and I, I wouldn't even be like, Oh, maybe I should do it. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. So the hypnotherapist, I still obviously get nervous, but the hypnotherapist helped me a lot with um, just like figuring out why I was so nervous and what that block was and why I was so scared to do anything. So, I mean, while you were taking on gigs to be part of clubs, start a business, you're, you know, you're putting yourself out there every day. Did you ever feel like, okay, this is not for me? Or how are you able to overcome it while you're taking on these new roles and collaboration? Well, I'm an empath. So I'm really good at like one-on-one with people because mm-hmm. I can feel their emotions and I, I can kind of like sense what they need me to like give them um, to make them feel comfortable. So that I felt like was kind of a positive trait that I had, but, but when it came to like big groups and like being on stage and like speaking in a microphone or something, there was no way. Okay. You know what? I love this. I think a lot of people, sometimes we also, you just spoke about just making a life out of just opportunities that came to you. So let's go a little back coming out of high school. What did you want to do? Opera singing. Wow. (laughs) You you know, for anybody watching right now, this is a story and I thought we needed to tell it right. Because sometimes you know, you feel like you haven't figured out. So tell us how it goes from opera singing to, to now. So um, in high school, I wanted to be a opera singer. And I applied for university. And I actually got a scholarship at Dalhousie in Halifax for opera singing. And um, after four years of that, I it kind of the school for singing took the love and the joy out of singing. It was so technical that when, by the time I graduated, I was like, oh, do I really want to get my master's? And like, is this really going to be my life? Mm-hmm. Once you could, like, that's some, one of the things that's like, it's not being like, like being a doctor, but it's kind of like you have a lot more school to do and you really have to commit mm-hmm. if you're going to be like a real opera singer. So um, I wanted to like take a minute and see if that's what I really wanted to do. So I thought, okay, maybe I'll work at a boutique on the side because I always loved fashion and my parents live in Europe. So I was always like around surrounded by fashion and design in general. And um, I worked in a boutique for a few months and I was like, why don't I try this on my own? So I I opened Jack Flash. See, so my next question is, you know, you have, Potential has been a part of your journey, right? You have this ability because anybody who's able to even take up opportunities and kind of keep the ball going and even sometimes go against who they are in terms of you're an introvert, but then you're always kind of forcing yourself to step out of your comfort zone. There's a reason why. What is this potential that you are able to see and how do you kind of position that against some of your own natural ability? Um, in regards to like, Pursuing what you're unsure about? Is that exactly. What like pursuing these business opportunities that are forcing you to even grow at times. I think, um, I think one of the, my positive traits is that I'm not afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care what people think. I've started tons of businesses that people don't know about that may be considered failures, but I still put what I could 
um, into those businesses. And then I realized, oh, I don't love this, or I don't want to do this. And I didn't really care what people thought. So when I closed my clothing store, I had people coming up to me being like, I'm so disappointed in you. I can't believe that you closed this store. Like, what are you going to do? You are Jack Flash. Everyone thought that it was like a step back and a step down for me. And they were like, you don't even have a plan. So what's the point in closing the store? But I just knew I wasn't happy. And I knew that if you kind of surrender, then positive things will happen to you. And if you just make sure that your energy is positive, then positive things will come to you. And you just keep like, you don't lie in bed all day and expect things to come to you. You kind of have to like explore. Okay. So, I mean, so it sounds like, I mean, if I said you had one passion, it might have been singing at one point mm -hmm. and then it looked like it changed. How do you keep this fire burning? And like, how do you define passion? I think that's the thing. Like your passion can change because you develop as a person. So my passion was fashion 12 years ago, but I don't, care about fashion as much my passion now is designing homes and I can't say that in 15 years I'm still gonna want to be a designer I have no idea when people are like oh what's your like five-year plan I know that you're like technically supposed to have a five-year plan mm -hmm. but the way that I live my life is like I don't know where I don't know where I'm gonna be living I don't know what I'm gonna be doing I don't know what my passions are gonna be in five years so I don't really set a like long-term plan like that. I just make sure that I'm happy every day. And I'd like to shout you out because you did win interior decorator of the year. And so you started this passion and look at how you've kind of came along. So I think you're just a natural winner, but let's get to it. Uh -huh. What has, what drives you as an entrepreneur to keep going though? I get bored. Like, I just always want to do something else. And I, I get like really excited about projects that I'm doing. And um, if I have a short term goal, I set the date and the time of that. And I say, okay, this is going to be done by this date. If I'm doing an event, instead of being like, Oh, it'd be really cool to do a women's fitness event, I'm going to play around with the idea for eight months. And you know, find different venues and talk to different trainers and whatever. I literally just found a venue and set the date in two weeks and wow. put the event up. And then it sold, I sold out 45 tickets in 45 minutes. And then that's how it started. Like, I kind of just like do things. I don't okay. sit around and think that'd be cool to do that. I try you know, it. And, and this is all coming from an introvert. So listen to this. I think you've been, you've been contradicting yourself a lot today. <laughs> introvert, but you are okay being in front of people. You also have the ability to do things that you need to get done. So mm -hmm. I guess my next question, and this is a quote I'm going to read to you, and you tell me how you interpret it. It says, many people learn from the school of hard knocks. Painful experiences teaches them lessons the hard way. What child, like, how, what does this mean to you? Um... I think that any, any like negative experience that you have in your life, you not only obviously grow from, we all know this, but you learn so much about yourself and it helps you to not take the positive things in your life for granted. So it kind of makes you excited about all the like positive things that are happening in your life, at least personally for me. That's it. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know what, I think I'm saying this because, you know, this is a mental health platform, right? But I love just the, how you're sharing your story about some of the challenges, how some of the success. And you just said one of the most important words, you know, in terms of gratitude, right? And just how that has the ability to increase your resilience 
affect your overall well-being and actually keep you going and especially when you're trying new things so how have you like in terms of even starting businesses failing like where do you find this happiness from i guess like you know as you wake up each day what is the goal and like how do you kind of keep yourself fueled up um sleep is my best friend so i know that most people are like oh entrepreneurs you can only sleep however many hours but i need 7 to 8 hours of sleep or else i'm just like miserable i can't function it's like a huge huge priority for me sleep um i also make sure to do things like like plug in certain things so working out gives me more energy it makes me um I don't know, it just makes me more positive and so I I make sure that I have my three scheduled workouts a week and my staff and everybody knows that okay, uh Thursdays at 8 in the morning, you can't get a hold of her for an hour and a half. Like my whole team knows my schedule. My acupuncture is Friday at 5. Like everybody knows not to bother me during those times and those are like my major priority in my life is like my wellness and the things that really ground me um and make me feel whole and then because of those I have energy to pursue what I so, pursue. So we're going to park the self-care at the end of the show, you know. So mm-hmm. I mean I know a lot of times one of the big things about you know individuals too is you know when you're starting new things some people want to be perfect. And you said you have the ability of just starting all over. So talk about just you know, you know you're trying things. Of course a lot of times we set high standards for yourself. How do you deal with that kind of balance for yourself when you're pursuing some of these new initiatives? Well, perfect is just you comparing yourself to someone else. So, when I was when I was starting out and I was just a decorator, I couldn't afford to buy designer furniture or anything like that. So I would find like a really cool chair on Kijiji and for fifty dollars and reupholster it, and then a vintage lamp as well, and then put it in the corner of a room and then take a photo of it. And yeah, when I would compare myself to other designers like Kelly Wiersler or um Christine Dovey then I would be like oh god I'm not good enough like I I'm too scared I don't want to put my work out there but at the end of the day you have to start somewhere and if you don't put yourself out there like if I never posted those photos of me saying oh I'm doing decorating now then no one would have contacted me in the first place and I never would have gotten clients you have to start somewhere and start small to learn and grow and now i'm a full i i'm a full interior designer and i do full um like guts of ho- houses and new builds and like i never even dreamed of doing that 6 years ago you know what i think you've made fear and challenge your friend um one of the best things that you've said is just your ability to just put yourself out there i think for anybody who's listening you don't necessarily have to be perfect especially in the beginning because you've actually your story and just how you really taken the leap of faith each time and that has landed you in many different places. Mm-hmm. So for anybody listening, you know, so it's amazing because sometimes somebody might think, okay, she has went to school for interior decorating or she has done this or she has a fashion degree, but really you've just taken your interest and you've actually focused yourself and said, you know what? I might not have all the answers today, but I'm going to figure it out on the way and I'm not even going to take time. I'm going to just keep going doing my research, failing and then kind of keeping the energy going so i think that's a magnificent magnificent part of your story and i really hope that you know anybody listening could take from it so one of the big things is you know you you mentioned self care and just really taking care of yourself and wellness i'm aware that you started an initiative called fitness by jack flash but before we get to that who is jack flash um 
so Jack Flash to me, I mean, originally Jack Flash embodied my clothing store. So Jack Flash came from a Rolling Stone song called Jumping Jack Flash. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like the flash of the paparazzi lights and music because of opera singing was a huge part of my life. So I had a, in, an independent music section in my store. So that's kind of what Jack Flash, how Jack Flash came to be. But now it's kind of transformed into something completely different. To me, Jack Flash is like a superhero, a female superhero that's just like very strong and nothing's going to get in her way. And if you live like the Jack Flash lifestyle, you're just pursuing your dreams and your goals and, and with the support of women around you. Okay, please. So tell us about Fitness by Jack Flash. Like how, you know, I know that's a great initiative and I think that's amazing to kind of take your energy and help other people with it. So just tell us about why you started it and you know where it is at now. Mm -hmm. So I started um, Fitness by Jack Flash while I was actually in Lost and Found. So I started, um, or right when I retired from Lost and Found. So I had started working out with a trainer and I saw crazy results in my body. And I struggled from, I guess like, technically it would be an eating disorder because I was counting calories to the point where like that's it consumed me I was I had to make sure that I was eating under 900 calories a day and because that was um because I was in the fashion industry and I'm so small I'm five two I felt like I have to be a certain weight to look good in clothes and it was also like during the that time like being skinny was in it wasn't like the days of being curvy is cool and so I just was like very concerned with my weight, which, and I was always weighing myself. And as soon as I started working out with a trainer and seeing a naturopath, that changed my entire life. I threw up my scale. I never count. I never looked at a calorie. I just ate to nourish myself and my body transformed because of it. I became so strong and my energy levels were insane and women around me that were coming to parties with me and everything were DMing me saying, what are you doing to like transform yourself and your life and your body? And I was like, well, I started working out and they were like, well, can, can I work out with you? I would love to do a workout session with you. And I would have like five of these a day. So I was like, well, I can't just work out with every, I don't have time to work out with every woman. So I was like, why don't I just do a group one? And that is how Fitness by Jack Flash was born. So I, again, like I told you, I set a date. Um, as soon as I had the idea, I was like, okay, in two weeks, this is going to be the venue. Um, it holds 45 people. I'm going to find a trainer. I posted a thing on Instagram saying looking for a trainer, talked to a few of them on the phone, and then um, changed my Shopify from fashion to fitness, deleted all my old clothing, and then just put up the ticket events and then posted it on my Instagram dm'd all of my friends and the the event sold out in 45 minutes and i was like hey there's clearly a market for this wow and you know what thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing right of course it's always whenever it's personal information like what you just shared we want to acknowledge that but you know there's so much strength in what you're saying you know because obviously you know body image is such a big thing so whenever we Whenever we get on this fitness journey, we want to make sure that we're doing it for the right reason. So I think throughout that process of working with professionals, you actually figured out. And so even anybody that's listening, sometimes, you know, you might be thinking you have to achieve things on your own way and you might not have the knowledge, right? So it's always important to reach out to somebody who's actually doing it the right way 
or see a professional to kind of get some of the help because I know body image issues are one of the things that affect a lot of people. But mm -hmm. fitness is also very important and not just mental, not just physical, but also the mental piece. You know, how do you kind of, you know, upkeep and, you know, how important is this to you? Um, fitness and nutrition is like my number one thing. Um, so seeing a naturopath again changed my life. I was, she was able to do all these tests and figure out exactly where I was lacking. So you could take whatever supplements that you want to take, but unless you know exactly what's going on in your insides, then you don't really know what you need and what you're lacking. So seeing a naturopath was a huge thing for me. And then again, yeah, weightlifting. Because I only ever did cardio and like light weights to try to be um, thin. But as soon as I started, changed my mindset about weightlifting, because I never wanted to be bulky. Mm -hmm. I never wanted to look like masculine in any way. But as soon as I started doing heavy weightlifting, I, it transformed my mind. Like, I just felt so strong. As, as soon as I saw muscles on my body, I was like, wow, this is so beautiful. And this feels right. Like, I feel right in my body for the first time. Wow. No, and that's a great feeling. You know, we're all trying to get there. Um, so hopefully we all can be fit like you one day. Um, but one of the most important thing is, you know, uh, mental health is such a big topic in the community. And I know you are doing some work even with some of, you know, your program. And of course, fashion, every time you, you know, you put out for people to kind of have these things that help the self-esteem, help us look good, feel good. Um, but what is, how do you feel about, you know, the current, you know, circumstances going on COVID-19 and a lot of people are at home struggling, maybe losing jobs, you know, and just kind of working in homes and just kind of different living with a different lifestyle right now. What are some of your thoughts on it and any advice you have for anybody who might be dealing with some um, unexpected changes right now? Mm -hmm. um, for me, going outside and grounding myself is like the most important thing. So even if you're just going for a walk in the park or in one of the like many beautiful ravines in Toronto, I will, that will like completely change my mindset. And I get anxiety from time to time. So like CBD and going for a walk outside is my like, main okay. go to thing. Um, even so yesterday, I went horseback riding in Prince Edward County. And before I went horseback riding, I had I don't know what it was, but I had like serious anxiety. And I felt like I couldn't breathe properly. And as soon as I was outside on a horse in nature, every like the rest of the day i that anxiety completely dissipated it was like mm. it was insane so outdoors definitely um and just staying present in the moment because your mind can wander and you can create stories in your head of the future or go back and create a story in your head about what happened in the past and just acknowledging that and being mindful that um that's it's nothing but a story and just like trying to be present from you know taking a shower and just feeling the water on your body or taking a step up each stair and kind of noticing how your body is moving just staying present in the moment is like a huge huge thing for me okay so i see some comments in, in there so i have a quote it says no one can produce great things who is not thoroughly sincere in dealing with himself what does that mean to you um, I think it just means what we've been talking about this whole time. If you're not mentally stable and physically healthy, and then you can't be happy and you can't pursue your goals and you're not going to have the energy to, to do what you want to, 
to achieve and, and you're not going to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Yourself and your, your mind and your body and your health is like number one. You know what? Just to kind of echo what you've been saying, I love this conversation because a lot of times people, you know, from the outside, it looks like, you know, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? But what we've kind of discussed today is it starts with you. Rather than looking outside a lot of times to find the motivation, find the confidence, you literally have just followed your heart on every little thing that you've done. You've trusted yourself. You've done the work for yourself, not just mentally, but physically. You've put yourself through many challenges. But the most important piece is your commitment to just your own wellness and well-being. So I think that is the real Jack Flash. And that's what Jack Flash means, you know, really somebody who is a superhero for themselves. And I think if you really live a life and anybody who's listening, living this kind of life, you could be your own type of superhero. So really, we have one question I wanted to kind of take. Somebody mm -hmm. put it on the question, says, how can you tell if CBD is working? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I'm not someone, I don't drink and I can't smoke weed. I can't do any drugs because I'm just like, I don't know what it is, but I just hate the feeling of like being out of my own mind. Um, but CBD is one of those things that it's not a mental thing. You won't, it's kind of like, it's kind of like taking a deep breath and maybe you're not taking enough CBD. Like you kind of have to start small and figure out how much works for you. Cause every person is different, but CBD not only is it good for anxiety, but it's really good for inflammation. So I'll put it on my muscles or if I have like menstrual cramps, I'll put it on my uterus. Um, it's just helpful for so many different things, but, um, you kind of have to play around with it. Like you can't, I don't want to say this officially, but you can't really like OD on CBD. So maybe you're just not taking enough. Like if you do two drops, that might not be enough. I do like an entire half of a tincture. I just did it right before this, um, talk. <laughs> okay. You know <laughs> uh -huh. what? I think it's amazing just once again, for you to be so vulnerable and we really appreciate it. So what's next for Jack Flash? Um, I don't know. The universe knows. That's I have it. no idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what? So just trust in the journey. He says, what brand of CBD do you, oil do you use? I like Calyx. Um, and if you go, actually, there's a Vancouver store called Birch and Fog. I have a code Jack Flash. I think J-A-C-F-L-A-S-H. I think you get like $10 off or something. But they have Calyx. They've got like tons of different CBD brands. Okay, you know what? I think um, we're going to trust everything you're saying in terms of, you know, the world. We got to trust the universe, you know, and as the new year starts, we're actually planning a segment, you know, in December to talk to people just to kind of see how you prepare yourself for the new year. We want to kind of do a segment, um, you know, because a lot of times the new year, especially this year, has brought a lot of anxiety to the community. So we want to kind of have a platform where we could continue to have these type of conversations. But once again, we're so happy for you to join us today. Jack Flash is a superhero. You guys need to follow her. I think you're doing great things in the community. And you know what? Such a wonderful journey that you've been on. I hope that you continue to have much success through the spontaneous adventure you've been on, which we call life. So thank, thank you very you much so for joining much. us today. Thank you for having me. All right, so please. <laughs> All right. I'll talk thank to you, you soon. Thank you. Okay, bye.